Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani. Tom Schreier not here today. He's over out in Egan um, covering the coordinators. Um, with us now, Mitch Widmeyer. Um, he's in digital content creation for Bally Sports North in Wisconsin. He's here to help us kind of break down the Packers game coming up. Um, huge game coming up this weekend, obviously, the rivalry matchup. Vikings trying to hold on to the number two seed. Packers essentially in the playoffs already. They're they're in playoff <laughs> mode. Need to win, need to win out, and need a little bit of help um, to make the playoffs. Mitch, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate it. Um, always like to kind of get a little bit of you know perspective from the other side as we head into a, a big matchup like this. Yeah, it is a, a big one. Packers have been in playoff mode for uh, a couple of weeks now. Really going back to the Bears game, I guess before mm-hmm. the bye week, knew they had to win out to at least have a chance. Uh, like a 3% chance to make the postseason, obviously ripping off three straight. And I think in t- most people who uh, aren't Packers fans would probably say it's predictable that just about every single result the last couple weeks that Green Bay's needed to right. fall their way has fallen their way. So now they're a half game behind Washington for the last spot. Absolutely. Yeah, this this weekend, a perfect example, a perfect microcosm of that. I think the Giants, the Seahawks, the Commanders all losing, the Packers winning. Lions lost, yeah. Lions lose too, (laughs) yep. It's like a perfect five for five on Christmas and during the Christmas season. Mitch, uh, I want to ask, like the Packers, obviously they've rattled off three straight. Like you said, they've been in playoff mode for much of the last month. Are are they figuring it out? Are they good? Or is this a case of them beating a Bears team that is not good, a Rams team in, in dysfunction, and a quarterback last week in Tua that was concussed for the second half? Yeah, so I was telling a, a good amount of my friends who are Packers fans to kind of like just chill out a little bit because I thought what you were just saying, like they beat a Bears team who they historically in the Aaron Rodgers era pretty much destroy uh, most years in the two matchups. They beat a Rams team that was already out of it, brought in Baker Mayfield, who to his credit has played pretty well in two out of the three games that he is uh, started for LA. I thought the real test was the Miami game and Tua was abysmal. Now we find out the concussion protocol. Um, 
uh, that he's going through now and that he probably dealt with during the second half of that game against Green Bay. I it feels you remember a few years ago was it 2016 when Rodgers made the the run the table comments Correct. and Green Bay ripped off uh, six straight to finish the regular season. That team felt like it was gelling, coming together, figuring out the pieces of the puzzle. This team's winning games, but they're still making blatant errors and mistakes that they made when it wasn't going so good at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season. They had only one turnover against Miami last week. They've turned it over more this year than they have any other season in the Matt LaFleur era. Uh, there was a miscommunication on a handoff between Rodgers and Dylan in the red zone. That ended up on the ground, but A.J. Dillon dove back on it against Miami. They still abandoned the run game completely at just bizarre times. Uh, I, I, You probably remember week one against Minnesota. Granted, the Vikings built up a, a pretty strong lead, but Green Bay ended up uh, just completely throwing the run game to the side in the second half. Aaron Jones finished with five carries. And A.J. Dillon like, started the year pretty slow, but he is really getting hot late in the season. So they still abandon the run game at just kind of wacky times. They turn it over more. That hasn't really gone away despite the win streak. It doesn't feel like 2016, I think it was, like I said, when Rodgers said we are gonna we can run the table and then they won six straight. Yes, they've won three in a row. Yes, I believe they could beat Minnesota and Detroit. But this doesn't, to me at least, it doesn't feel like um, some sort of fairy tale for the Packers where this is going to end with a long playoff run. I do remember that season. And I remember it from a Minnesota perspective, um, (laughs) covering the Vikings, seeing like the Packers like, like, oh, they're hot. Like they can, and and that team did feel like if if this team can get in, if this team can truly run the table, like it felt like they could win the Super Bowl. um, Yes. Because they were gelling um, because Aaron Rodgers was, what five six years younger in the peak of his prime because he had star receivers around him well what is the Aaron Rodgers relationship with the Packers what's it been like to kind of cover in in more of that Packers echo chamber this year because we see it um from afar what has that relationship looked like on on kind of a weekly basis um as someone who follows the team in, in Wisconsin yeah I think uh one clear thing for Rodgers that everyone can see, whether you follow this team, cover this team or not, is the last couple of seasons, he has kind of unleashed his personality, I guess, if you want to put it lightly. Like he is saying what he thinks, whether it's on his like weekly Pat McAfee show appearances, whether it's in his press conferences, like he's not really holding back on many topics, whether it's football uh, related or not. And obviously that's gotten him in a, a bit of <laughs> not trouble, but a bit of uh, like hot water, I guess you could say, uh, mm-hmm. especially when the, the COVID stuff was going on. And I, I believe that most people want the players and the coaches to not give the boring answers to not do coach speak. Um, like I listen to the Lebitard show a lot and they have like a weekly segment dedicated to coaches sound bites where they're just saying like the coach speak answers. And so I, I appreciate that Rogers is like giving a glimpse inside of like who he is, but it obviously rubs some people the wrong way. Just kind of these last couple of years, he, when it comes to that sort of thing, he just doesn't seem like he gives a damn. He just yeah. is, he is who he is at the, saying what he wants to say. And he's not really shying away from any topics. So that part of it has really changed. Um, 
and typically I think people would uh, appreciate that, but sometimes he takes it right up to that edge where you're like, eh, maybe, maybe shy away from this topic. You know what I mean, Dane? And, right, right. and he, he'll just keep diving in. So yeah, I think that aspect of it has changed a lot. For sure. Are, are the, is the team still behind him though? Like it's pretty clear, right? Like he still has the Packers um, believing that they can win these final two games. Like it's not something where I guess you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like you've seen people jump off the ship in, in Denver with, with Russell oh. Wilson. You've seen like Derek Carr, he's being benched this week. I know there's things in, in the contract involved in, in that decision and not just the, the play of the team. Does Rogers still have the belief of, of the teammates and, and, and the people around him um, to, to kind of get this done? And, and regardless of, like you said, being a little more outspoken in the past few years, um, does, do the, does the team still rally and believe him? Yeah, I think a, a big indicator to Dane or something that helps Rogers' case. First off, yes, I think they absolutely do or else I don't think they find a way to beat. Miami I don't think they find a way to come back from I think it was 10 down against Chicago in the fourth quarter in Chicago to win that game so yes to answer your question and I think a big helper in that is some of these past instances the run the table comments it didn't not happen they ended up winning the last six regular season games the year they won the Super Bowl they snuck into the playoffs and then went on the road in Philly on the road in Atlanta on the road in Chicago won all of those games before taking on or beating the Steelers uh, in Jerry World in Dallas. So he's had pa- a couple of past instances of this. Packer fans are a bit spoiled. They're used to being like a, a shoe in for the playoffs, a guaranteed lock spot. And that's been the case, especially in the Matt LaFleur era. Now that script has kind of flipped this year. Had And Rodgers didn't make any guarantees before this three-game win streak, but I think some of his past successes in similar spots give some of these younger guys especially belief that like, hey, we have Aaron Rodgers. And I know you mentioned like it's not Rodgers five, six years ago, and it certainly isn't. And he's had his own uh, issues on the field this year, just not looking as as razor sharp as he has in years past and missing some open guys in critical spots. But I think just name recognition alone, Aaron Rodgers, even other teams are like, hey, they, they might end up ripping off these last two and finding a way in. So yeah, I think the team definitely rallies around him still. It makes sense that you say that um, because, yeah, like guys like Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, like young guys in the league now getting to play with Aaron Rodgers. Like If you have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback heading into two must-win games, like you're probably going to feel like you have a pretty good chance. On the flip side of that, like I haven't spoken to anyone in the Vikings locker room about this yet because they, under Kevin O'Connell, very much like the cliche, next week's the most important week. We're not looking any further than that. If you gave them some truth serum, though, and said, like, which team do you not want to play in, in, in Wild Card Weekend, like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers would be number one for sure. Like if the Packers sneak in at the seventh seed, I guess if they if the Packers get the seventh seed, there is a chance the Vikings drop to three because inherently that would mean the Vikings have lost. I do think the, the Niners probably went out. And if they're tied, like the Niners would jump to the two seed. But if there is a matchup at some point where, where Green Bay and Minnesota are playing, and and everyone in Minnesota, the, the the jilted sports fans in Minnesota, can kind of do this storybook. Like, well, what's the worst case scenario thing down the road? It's Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers coming into the Vikings Stadium on a Sunday for Wild Card Weekend, and Rodgers and the Packers beating the Vikings to ruin what was a to this point a, a magical season. So, 
it makes sense that the people in that locker room believe in Aaron Rodgers because I think people in opposing rock, locker rooms are still very, very, very afraid of that man. Even if he, like you said, isn't the, the guy he was, um, you know, in the in the peak of his prime, he's still Aaron Rodgers and and still capable of kind of rattling off wins and and kind of instilling the fear of God in, in, in opposing teams on a weekly basis. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, one of the big things you take if if you take Dallas out of it because they're the clear cut top wild card team. Fine. Um, assuming that, you know, the Eagles don't lose out and Dallas wins out. Um, you, you look at the other teams that are in the mix for those last two spots and no disrespect to him, but it's, it's Daniel Jones and it's now Carson Wentz. And I, I think the lions are actually a pretty dang good team. Yeah. Um, maybe just a, a couple pieces away on the defensive side, but I think they're a good team, but a lot of people will say, well, it's still, you know, Jared Goff, who's been to a super bowl, but it's Goff, it's not Rogers. And then, it was a great story at the beginning of the year for Geno Smith in Seattle, but that is uh, fizzled out. And certainly not all Geno Smith, but the team as a whole um, has really started to, instead of ride a roller coaster, they're just on a, on a downhill trajectory. So when you just look at quarterbacks alone that are in the hunt for those last two spots, and it's Wentz and it's Jones and it's Goff and it's Geno Smith and it's Rodgers, Rodgers, I think, unanimously is the one that is feared the most, even though, like we were saying, Dane, the this Packers team doesn't feel like it's destined to make some sort of deep run in the playoffs for the issues we've brought up, like the turnovers, the abandoning of the run game, even defensively, they, they get gashed on the ground week in and week out. I, I, I was puzzled that Miami on the opening drive with Raheem Moster just shoved it right down the throats of Green Bay's defense, and then they went away from the run game. And they had the big play with Waddle. They had a huge connection with Tyreek Hill down inside the five-yard line. But Green Bay is horrible against the run, and Miami just kind of went away from it. So, yeah, I, I think because it is Rodgers, and we've seen it before, um, that he is probably feared in other locker rooms. But when you put it together as a, as a whole picture, I just I, I don't see it for this Packers team. I think Vikings fans are like I lived in Minneapolis for three years, uh-huh. and so I've I've seen that side of it. You certainly like you just don't want to see yeah. Aaron Rodgers because of what could happen. Exactly. Like, are the Vikings a better team this year? Absolutely, and a lot of people are saying like, oh, it's fluky, and look at like uh, the luck percentages and estimated wins. If you factor who can, like they're twelve and three, they won the division. They're a good team, and they're wildly entertaining to watch, but. Just I think for Minnesota fans, and you could speak to this perhaps better, but it's just the possibility of Rodgers coming in and potentially ruining the season in Minnesota. It just it sticks in your brain as a possible outcome until it isn't a reality. For sure. And and like to that point, like I think the Packers are they have more to play for like inherently this weekend, because like if they lose, their season is pretty much over. But the Vikings have a lot to play for, too, because you can essentially end the Packers season this weekend. You can say, okay, we don't want to play Aaron Rodgers at any point in the playoffs. If we win this week, we don't have to. So you're right about that. Um, When we come back, I want to talk about the defense um, because you mentioned it. I thought had a thought watching the game the other day. I wanted to ask you about it Um, more on that one when we come back with uh, Mitch Whitmire.